You said meet people where, where they are. So you may be looking at where Kevin is, starting a podcast in the middle of a park to be able to talk about the word of God. You like, bro, I can't even talk to the person next to me. But start there. Yeah. You don't have to be at this position or this title or whatever the case may be. Start what you know. Get one if it's one scripture that you know, like the back of your hand, get that one. And when somebody come up to you, I'ma tell you Proverbs three and five. <laughs> right. Trust in the Lord and lean not I don't care what the conversation was about, I'm gonna bring it right back to yeah. Proverbs three and five. Because that's what I have right now. That's what I have an understanding of. So I may not be able to go through the whole Bible. <laughs> right? Not saying that I'm not trying to get there or yeah. understand the word, but in this season, this is the word that I have. Welcome to a Christian podcast, the podcast where we have Christ-centered conversations. I'm your host, Kevin Wilson. Welcome to another episode of a Christian podcast with Kevin Wilson. I'm Kevin Wilson. I got some special guests with me today. I'm going to go to my left and allow everybody just to say their name and introduce, introduce themselves real quick. My name is Star. And my name is Claude. Shay. Cool. So today we are talking about how to be carriers of God's presence or being carriers of God's presence. And so before we get into that, we got some um, announcements. One, I want to shout out to all the people that watch online. It's been crazy. Like I put it in one of the other episodes and I'm like, yo, where are y'all from? And I'm seeing like Uganda. I'm seeing Zimbabwe. I'm seeing Australia. It's people in the discord like, yo, I'm from Australia. It's not we're not even like. We're talking about totally different time zones. Um, so put it in the comments. Just put your name and where you're from. A lot of people have been throwing a flag emoji in there. So um, do that so we can see where you're from. And even if you're from the States, let us know what state you're from. Um, but I'm, I've been just super blown away about how people have been finding it. So um, that and then you got merch. If you're in person, feel free to go grab some merch afterwards. Um, if you're online, feel free to hit the link in the description. Um, and before we get into that, before we get into the, to the show, I just want to ask my uh, inform my my question that's not so serious. All right, so you got a hippo, you got a tiger, and you got a gorilla, and an alligator. That's four, yeah, and an alligator. Which one do you think you, you have a chance of standing the most with, of making it out alive? You got a hippo, tiger, alligator, gorilla. I'm going to tell you off top, I'm going with uh, alligator. There's no way I'll make it. There's no way he's going to kill me. <laughs> There's no way. I'm running around. I'm doing whatever I need to do. What y'all got? I'm going hippo. Hippo? I'm going hippo, bro. Uh, what's your, what's your let strategy? Me tell you, let me tell you why. Okay. okay. Um, Break it down. Okay. okay. Uh, nah, bro, I'm going hippo only because I feel like it's going to, like, how it's gonna get me is like the teeth, right? They're gonna try to eat me. Right? All right. So if they can't catch me, can't eat me. Alright, you know hippos are kinda of fast though. I'm fast. Alright, alright. <laughs> you think I'm faster. Yeah, fast. <laughs> adrenaline better kick I, I in. Hope, I hope I'm not the only one um that the hippo is chasing because I ain't gonna be that fast, just faster than you. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I I ain't gotta be the fastest, just can't be the slowest. Okay. I feel you. Star, what you got? I think I'm gonna also go hippo. hippo? Um I might not be fast, but I a little juke right there, yeah, juke right, right there. Spit move. I, I, I think I'm gone. Spit move. You got there. How, how long you got a? How long this? Uh, you got an hour in the same in like area. <laughs> yeah, like one, that's what I'm saying. Like it's not like a runaway, and if you get away, you good type thing. It's like you're in this. Let's say, uh, let's say like a football field size. Uh, 
uh, I'm a switch. American football. I'm gonna just side. switch right away to alligator. I'm gonna switch um, to alligator. I feel like I've watched. So y'all plan was to literally man. outrun it, like oh, away. Sure. I thought okay. I had time yeah. to get away. No, you stuck for an hour. An hour? Yeah. No, I'll take an alligator. Um, I've seen some videos of guys wrestling alligators. So I think I could. I have too. That's what made me think I could. Head you, know what I'm you just get on top of one, you yes. good. They can't really open their mouth that well, yeah. so you straight. Jay, <laughs> no. what you got? I'm gonna go gorilla. Gorilla? Just to be different. Just to be different. Yeah. Just to be different. Different than dead. <laughs> might be, might be, might be like Tarzan. You know, they might be like, all right, all those little light skinned dudes right there. What's they, up, bro? They might respect you. They might be like, hey, you come out the king of the jungle. All right, what y'all got? Just yell it out. What y'all got? Alligator. Who said gorilla? Why? What'd you say? Gorilla? What y'all got? Alligator hippo. B, what you got? Alligator for sure. Alligator? Yeah. James? Gator. Gator. Anybody going with the, uh, nobody going with the tiger? No. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not crazy. What if it was a lion? Yeah. Daniel? You know what I'm saying? Daniel had a little, we keep the Daniel anointing. Nah, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, right. Right. They said, look, uh, that, that anointing was only for him. <laughs> right. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So, I just like to ask a fun question like that at the beginning of the episode. But um, we're talking about being a carrier of God's presence, right? So the first thing I thought about when I was thinking about this topic is when you were, you know, when you were younger and your parents go grocery shopping and they tell you to come in, they tell you to go to the car and grab all the groceries. There's two types of people. There's one that make multiple trips and there's one, you got one trip. Which one are y'all? One trip on I was a one trip. One trip. I was going to do whatever I need to do, put stuff on my back, my neck, like everywhere. One trip, y'all. About something. Is that, isn't that too heavy? One, one, nah. no. one trip? Anybody like just going back and forth? Some of y'all not telling the truth. There you go. You, you, you got any bougie ones? You got any bougie one with a little cart? Uh, uh, anybody got the cart? Anybody got the wagon? Nah. Okay. 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 <laughs> got out the wood. Nah. <laughs> nah, but uh, sometimes we make stuff super complicated, right? When I think about the definition of a carrier, right? A carrier is some, somebody that takes something from somewhere to somewhere. And I think a lot of us are not carriers of God's presence because we don't have any plan on distributing it anywhere. So you're just a holder. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't... How do I describe this? If I'm just... I'm holding this mic. I'm not carrying it. Because they don't have a final destination. So you carry, you carry a baby from one place to another because you got a starting destination and destination. And so I think a lot of us, I think we missed that. So I want to just talk through that and like how do we actually do that. So what does that mean for y'all when you hear that um, just at the first thought, like being a carrier of God's presence? Y'all think real deep? Do y'all think super shallow? Uh, I think when I think of carrying, I think of my voice carries. Mm. Um, and so if I am not using my voice, then I'm holding on to whatever I have. And so I think when it, when it comes to carrying, um, you know, you're responsible for the words that you say. You're responsible for doing something or saying something. Um, and, you know, sometimes we, we have to be, that means that we have to be responsible with our words. Yeah. We have to be responsible with our voice. Um, but it also means that I can't hold... Uh, I can't hold whatever God has given me, you know, wh whatever he's told me to say. I can't hold it myself because that's selfish. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. When it comes to carrying for me, um, I think in terms of 
you, you, don't, you don't have to tell people that like you believe in God or that how many miracles God has done in your life. When you're carrying God's presence on you, it kind of just gives people like hope that in a dark in a world like full of darkness, like there you're finding something to be happy about, and just being able to spread that happiness, in my opinion, is like carrying God's presence. That's good. That's really good. Yeah, for me, it's just about being an example everywhere you go. Like you don't turn carrying God's presence off. So it's like wherever I'm at a part right now so I still carry God's presence I'm at the grocery store I still carry God's presence so just being uh, aware that wherever I am because he dwells within me I carry him with me let's talk about that so how do we how do we get to that place though where there is no off switch because for a lot of us especially starting out as Christians I'm a Christian on Sunday and Monday through Saturday is it's up it's whatever it could be anything Right. Or, you know, I spread the gospel on Sunday or I'm excited. I worship on Sunday. I do this. I do that. I pray. And then Monday through Saturday, yeah, I look like the rest of the world. So let's talk about how do we actually come to that place of this is every day. This is no days off. Shout out to the no days off episode. Watch that if you ain't seen it. Um, but how do we get to that point? Any 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 tips or any things? I stayed on the Lord. You better go ahead from the audience. No matter what. All right. You better come in from the audience. I'm just saying, like, read your word on a day to day, no matter where you at, like you were saying before. Continue to preach the word no matter where you at. Always when you talk, it's just about the Lord. You reading your Bibles. You have your own personal prayer closet. You know, like, never before. That's dope. You're number one best friend. You know, when you get in a relationship, you can't. When you get in a relationship and you feel like that day, dang, I can't go without speaking to this person and seeing this person and hearing this person, that's how we should see our father in heaven. Like you can every day when we wake up and I grab your phone, grab, you know what I'm saying, drop down your knees, pray to him, and just speak with him. You know what I mean? Just give me a boy like. That's your best friend. I mean, that's my dog. Yeah. But she's, you just say everything, so (laughs) goodbye. We'll see you next week. See y'all in August. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, 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 that's dope. that um, I think just being disciplined in everything that you do and just kind of staying focused, um, like I was saying earlier, just just the little things or just the, the little qualities that you take from God in terms of just showing your faith in, in the little things or just being that, that little glimmer of optimism, I feel like goes a long way for, for most people. Yeah. I think what you're getting at is spiritual maturity, right? And just in growing in the word of God, growing in that relationship, like she said, if you're in a relationship with someone, you want to speak to them every day or, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And so in that in this relationship with Christ, it's about spending that daily time, spending that, um, and being intentional about it, right? And then as you grow, you recognize, like, there's a lot in this world that is contrary to the Word of God. And the thing that I think we have to remind ourselves, God is good, right? And so, if, since God is good, why wouldn't I want to share Him with someone else who doesn't doesn't know that it yeah. doesn't recognize that and so it's like like you said holding on to it mm-hmm. and, and being a hoarder of god's goodness mm-hmm. let's talk about it so what happens then right so if, it, if it's truly good like if there's a restaurant that's good to you 
you going to tell your best friend, you going to tell, hey, you need to come to this restaurant. Thanks. Why is it the same with God? 100%. Man, you talking. Because, all right, because uh, if you got a sale, every time there's a sale, like y'all heard about, y'all remember when Sheets was giving gas out uh, for like a dollar or yep. something? Everybody, I mean, everybody and their mama went to Sheets and got some gas, right? Good news is meant to be shared, mm. right? And so if <laughs> so, y'all are crazy, so 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 if if I'm not sharing the good news, right? If I'm not sharing, the, how how can I? Only person that's gonna know as good is me. You know what I mean? And and so if I'm a hoarder, like you said, a gatekeeper, a gatekeeper of the gospel, gospel gatekeepers. Okay, y'all are crazy. Yeah, we all way today. Let's get it. Okay, because if come on, Bishop. <laughs> I, I can I can give I can where, he can go where I go because he's inside of me, uh-huh. right? And so because he's in me, I I had I can express him through my love for other people, mm-hmm. right? I'm loved so I can love. I'm he's good so I can be good to others, right? I'm blessed to be a blessing. Uh-huh. I'm in the word, okay? <laughs> so 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 I can carry him with me because and he he can. I, I think we have to get to a part of like you're saying like spiritual maturity. We have to get to a part of. Uh, and to a place that he's a part of our day, he's a part of our life. So I, so I, I'm a room change. I'm an atmosphere shifter because I brought him with me. You feel what I'm saying? I'm stop. I'm stop. Nah, you good? Thermostat, not a thermometer. You good? Yes, sir. Set the temperature of the room. Yes, sir. Okay. Ah, where'd I go? Where'd I go? So, a lot of people don't carry God's presence because they're not aware to have access to it. So, with food, it's super tangible. I just ate this food. It tasted good. Boom. Great. I know I have it. Yo, Che, bro, it's this little empanada spot up the street, da-da-da. Cool, you got to check it out. Easy. A lot of people are not aware either of God's presence, that they have access to God's presence, that through the Holy Spirit, God can live in you. And so, what you don't, what you're not aware of, is of no use to you. If I get, Jay, if I put four $25 gift cards in your backpack earlier today and you never knew and I took them deep away, you probably never find them. Or if my goal was like, yo, give them away to people, but I never let you know that you had them, you, it's, it's of no use to you because you don't, you don't know. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, I think I think it really comes down to what you've said about just kind of sharing that access. And most people, it's so hard to kind of, when you live in the world, it's so hard to, to recognize how easy that access is to God. Because um, some people will look at me and they'll be like, yo, how come you're always so happy? And to me, it's like, what do I have to be mad about? What is there to not to be happy about? Um, and, and that's just strictly just from God because he's blessed you with so many things. And until you sit down, you can count. You can't count on your fingers how many times... Or how God, right. how good God is to you until you sit down and, and actually take the time to look at it. So nah, I, I do think when it really comes down to it, it comes down to taking the time to recognize how accessible God is yeah. and how close he actually is to you. That's good. Yeah. Um, I, I'm thinking about uh, Matthew 5 and 14, and it says, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden, right? And so if uh, neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl, right? And so we have to make sure that we are not putting our light under a bowl, right? Yeah. Also, when it comes to being a light, God, God is the light of the world, mm-hmm. right? And so through his light, we are now light, yeah. right? And so when we talk about access, 
we have to make sure that we are not allowing things into our light to dim our light, right? And so we have to be we have to be we have to be very careful what we allow, what we see, what we hear. You know what I mean? And and then and on top of that, it's, it shares that we have a shared responsibility as believers, right? So that we can be we can you know the Bible talks about us going ye therefore sharing the good news. We have a shared responsibility to be the light of the world because the play to, because the world is so dark. Right. And if and if we do not shine, everybody's in darkness. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Question. Um, now that you're saying not to allow people to, to dim our lights, um, I do feel like sometimes when people do see that peace kind of rating off of you, that there's some at least for me, some people find the right buttons to push with me at the right times. And I know for me, that's something that I do struggle with in terms of kind of reining it back in and taking a deep breath and being like, not going to let this get to me versus like allowing myself to be triggered. How do you guys deal with that? That's a great question. The, the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? So the first thing is to recognize that a person might have done it, but a person might not be behind it. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so God has an agenda. We always, you know, quote, God, uh, Jeremiah, took, like God has plans to prosper you, to harm you. I mean, not to harm you, to give you hope in the future, right? We quote that, but we don't always acknowledge the fact that the devil has plans that are contrary to that, right? And so to your point, if I am a carrier of light, if I am a carrier of God's presence and I do have his joy, the enemy comes to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. And so if I can't kill and destroy in this way, I'm going to try to steal the little bit of joy you got right now. I'm going to try to steal this little... This peace and joy and happiness that you got right now. Let me just let me just push these buttons a little bit just to just to get on your nerves, just to get you out of that. And so one recognizing that, right? We wrestle not against flesh and blood. And then it goes through, this is Ephesians 6. It goes through and gives you the full armor of God. And so one of those is uh, the belt of truth, right? The shield of faith. Um and the and the feet fitted with the uh, readiness of the gospel of peace, right? So, when I put all of these things on, I have to recognize the truth is I have joy. Joy is not circumstantial. That's why you say, like, earlier you were like, yeah, I'm always just ha happy. It's not happiness, it's joy. Because yeah. the thing is, you can have terrible circumstance and still be joyous. Because it's not my joy. Joy is a fruit of the spirit. Yep. You're not, you can't. What do, say, what do we say? The world didn't give it. The world can't take it away. My coworkers didn't give it. My coworkers can't take it away. The person up the street, they, like, they, they didn't give it, so they can't take it away. And so part of that is we talk about being not being a hoarder of God's presence, but there are certain things that you got to say, this is mine. This joy I got, you're not taking it. You didn't give it to me, you're not taking it. This piece I have, you didn't give it, you're not taking it. And so through holding firm to those things that he's given us, we actually display the fruit of the spirit and allow people to experience a realm of God's presence that would otherwise not be made known to them. Um, just to piggyback on that, people need to feel like they have hope in the world, right? Yeah. People are, they need to experience you. You know, people need to experience you. And so um, I, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day and I'm like, you know, 
I feel like God has told me, like, don't be the reason why people can't experience freedom, right? Because, you know, the, your obedience is the key to the freedom of others, right? And so if you are not being the light, people don't get what they need, right? So it should, it should give you a sense of authority to like, okay, I'm not going to allow somebody to steal my joy because somebody got, has to experience the joy that I have, right? Because, you know, you see all throughout the world, people are hanging on to something. They're hanging on to... Um, Usually it's fear, if I'm being honest. But you usually they don't they haven't experienced the joy, the peace, the love that you've experienced, and they need to know that they can have that, right? And it's not just specific to me. You can have the same joy that I have. You can have the same peace that I have. You can have the same love that I have because I've experienced it. You can experience it too. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, you tap. Yeah. Check your though. Nah, nah. All right. I, you, obedience. Touch on that, right? Part of being a carrier of God's presence is obedience. Also, for a month and 17 days, don't ask me why I know the exact number. <laughs> um, but it was my first week here. Um, took the, went through my first week of work. Friday, I ended up feeling kind of just stressed out. And I was like, you know what, tomorrow's Saturday. I'm not going to think about work, not going to touch work. Just going to kind of explore the city. Um, so I'd been on the Greenway Trail. Greenway Trail brought me to Freedom Park. And from the moment I stepped into Freedom Park, there was just like a overwhelming sense of peace. And I was like, oh, this is the spot that I'll be at. And so I had just left and then something was telling me to come back because I wanted to catch up on my daily devotional for the week. And so I was just walking around the park and I started off on that side and there was open spots, but I was like, you know what, let me walk fully around the park. Ended up on this side, saw their podcast going on and decided to kind of just sit in the back in, near the trees just to kind of take in what they were talking about because it sounded just really good and then Jerkayla invited me over and the rest is history and now I'm up here on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> like yeah so no clap it up for God let's, let's, yeah. let's take a moment clap it up for God that was great um yeah like started being baptized since then like yeah. so much has happened in that time but guess what here's the piece when i say obedience and being spirit-led he said jarkayla went to go grab him from the tree and at, you know said Do you want to come over if jarkayla's just like ah, i don't know he might think i'm crazy yeah. <laughs> he might but if not who knows god and god's sovereign he could have worked it out a different way i but, wouldn't have came over i told you this um yeah i was sitting back there and i was like <laughs> In my head, I was doing the math. I was like, I do need to find a church. Um, I'm probably going to get baptized soon. But if she didn't come over, I wasn't going to come over. Because I, I told God, I was like, God, I'm not going to go over there. Um, but if someone comes to get me, I'll pop in for a little bit. Um, and yeah, and it will work. So. Those that are led by the Spirit are the children of God. That's what the word says. So look, if she's like, yo, nah, I don't want to do that. All of this stuff. And so we we sometimes look at people on the podcast or we look at preachers and this and ministers and people on Instagram and we think, man, I'm not doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But if you're obedient, you're you're doing what God told you to do. It don't matter what they're doing. Because, and the other thing is, in this case, we were able to see the fruit of it. Jarkay was able to see the fruit of it. Not in every case, though. That doesn't mean the fruit doesn't exist. So sometimes you might be thinking, ah, when God told me to speak to that person at the store, that's a little weird. I'm not doing that. Or you might have done it and felt like nothing happened. They didn't say, they didn't respond to the word I gave up or anything. Now I feel crazy. You don't know what that one thing of obedience that you did 
could have meant for that person, could have changed the trajectory of that person. Um, and so being obedient is part of being a carrier of God's presence. Uh, all right, so it reminds me of the scripture, like, uh, and I'm not going to quote it verbatim, but like some plant, some water, right? You all, you were there? Ooh, we locked in. We locked in. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Um, so, so ooh, that's, that's great. I like that. Okay. First Corinthians uh, 3 and 6. Thank you, sir. Um, and so we all play a part in this thing, right? We all have a, you know, something that we have to do, all right? But, you know, it's interesting because you're like, you know, if somebody comes over, I'll, I'll come. Like sometimes, you know, we got to get out our own way, right? We're the reason why we don't allow God to move, right? Because of our own flaws, right? I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to be uncomfortable, right? I don't want. What do they think? I'm weird. Like, what if they're weird, right? <laughs> but whatever it is, our our own, our own, uh, uh, you know, flaws can hinder us from being obedient to God. But we have to get our, our own way. And allow him to move inside of us, through us, for us, in us, yeah. right? Because if we don't, people do not get what they need, right? If she was not, if she had stood in her way, you would not be here. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I'm um, just kind of build up off of that. I mean, when Kev, Kevin asked me to be a part of the podcast today, like you said, just kind of stepping out of our own, my own way and just getting <laughs> the, the zone of feeling uncomfortable because, you, like you said, you, you never know how you're going to touch someone or who, who you're going to reach just by being yourself yeah he didn't tell y'all i asked him like 10 minutes before it started <laughs> like literally i just asked him why he was sitting right there because um, i just felt i mean again just led by the spirit like i i was just walking and then i was like i looked i was like yeah and so i was like yo yeah oh yo would you be a part he's like yeah and so um just be led by the spirit like it's not always a huge, oh, I did this super dramatic thing. Sometimes like, yo, I just felt led to turn left when I normally turn right. You don't know what that could be. Like if you're obedient and sensitive to God's voice, he's always speaking. And sometimes his voice, we expect it to sound complex or like deep. Sometimes it's literally take the long route today. And you don't know why, but then you get somewhere and you're like, you see somebody Oh, I ain't seen you in a minute. How you been? Not so good. Now you see why you're here. Um, so just be led by the Spirit and uh, follow Him wherever you go. I was going to ask too, and you kind of answered it, but like, I guess it's for everybody else too. How do y'all know that God is talking to you? Like, you can, that you're hearing from the Spirit? Because sometimes we can make it, we can over mystify things. We can make it spooky. Like God is like, you know, He has a deep voice, and He sounds like. No. <laughs> Come here. I need you to go over here. Yeah, like, but so, so, but he don't sound like that, right? So, and so, how, how, do, how do you know that he's speaking to you? So, I'm sorry, y'all. I just drew this, but it's like your throat. So you ever like thought of something? You're like, dang, that was good. But it's the Lord speaking to you, not yourself. Mm. You're like, oh, okay. Or it's like silence, and you're like, hmm. I mean, when you're on the highway, you just prayed about something, and a big truck come by, is what you just prayed about is on that truck, like God is speaking. Like, you just got to speak in everything you do. You know, I mean, you just got to speak in everything, everyday life, like right now, boom. Or we walk in, boom. I, you just got I don't know, y'all. You just got to see him in everything you got going on. I just pay attention. I put him in everything. Like, oh, okay, God, I'm talking like this. Just one example. 
I was at, at home the other night and I was tired and I wanted to go to bed. I fell on there to work and then I'm like, dang. So God was like, go to walk to the mailbox. I'm like, what? I'm tired, I'm ready to go to bed. But me being obedient, I walked to the mailbox, ran into an old friend who just lost his mom and he just needs to encourage the word to feel better. I'm like, oh, this is what the walk was for. You know? Yeah. But That's real. You just hear him. Yep. You just gotta quiet yourself down enough to hear the voice. Uh -oh. The sheep will know his voice. So no, you need to really seek him to know his voice and pay attention and also discern. If it's the Lord speaking to you or God's, I mean, you know, if the Lord speaking to you or if it's the enemy speaking to you, but you will know. You will know. You just said something. You said. First of all, you you, you really you tapped in right now, yeah. Yeah. but you saying like because you said it's your thoughts, right? Yeah. And so, so how do you decipher, right, between your thoughts and his thoughts? Yeah. From the, uh, Get her chair. Deeper than hearing the thoughts, like you said, I mean, I mean, it's, not just your thoughts. it's not just the thoughts, but I would say the the fruits really will yeah, show the you oh, the, the fruits is, is what shows you also. when when and how you're hearing him. Because yeah. like I said, I could have stopped on the other side, but just something told me to keep walking around and. And, and to me, when you go back and you replay those instances, you're like, wait, that was God talking to me right there. Like, that was an instance where, he, like like I said, the fruits will show you, and that's how I'm able to recognize when I'm hearing his voice versus a voice that isn't good for me. Mm. No Amen. Yeah, no such thing as coincidences. Yeah, that's a big one. about that one day we was out here. All right. This is what the words say. The word is a sword, Right? Right, that divides between soul and spirit. Your soul is your mind, will, and emotions, uh -huh. thoughts. So the word separates mm -hmm. your thoughts from God's thoughts. And so, to everybody's point, you can always you can always trace it back to the word. Is this thought in alignment? Yeah. Would God tell me to do some damage to myself? Would God tell me to hurt myself? Would God tell me to, to kill myself? Would God tell me to go curse this person out, even though that's what I really felt like doing? Would God, right? You can always trace it back to, is this thought in alignment to God's word? And it might not be a word-for-word -word scripture that says this, but it's a principle for everything. And so you can always tra trace it back to the principle. There's no, uh, there's no scripture that says you shouldn't do drugs, word-for-word. -word. It doesn't say you shouldn't do cocaine. There's no scripture that says that you're not going to find it. But there is a scripture that says you should be sober-minded. There is a scripture that says present your body as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable, pleasing unto God. There's so many principles in scripture that you can find. And so um, I think there are a lot of other ways, practical ways to discern God's voice. But I think your main one should always be the word of God. And so it's hard to use something as your standard of living if you don't know it and so that's that's we don't you know when you at least when i was young i'm like reading the bible that's boring bro i'm not doing that like i would really look you know checking on the bible app a little bit i'm not sitting down reading the bible but then as you get older you realize this is life and death like this this is literally 
God in written form. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. So when I read these words, I'm reading his thoughts. I'm reading his thoughts, right? Which he says, his thoughts are not our thoughts, his ways are not our ways. And so there are times where you desire things that are contrary to what he wants, but that word is never going, it's never going to fail you. Jay, you have something? All scripture is God breathed. Breathe. So yes, sir. to add on to your point, it's going back to his word. Like his word is, how do I know his voice? It sounds like his word. Yeah. yeah. That is how I make the distinction. Does it sound like his word? For example, yes. So let's say there's somebody that you text every day. If I take their phone and start texting you, it's not going to be long before you like, this ain't the person. Like, this ain't who you, this, who are you, right? Because everybody speaks a certain way. Everybody speaks in a certain cadence. Everybody uses certain emojis. Let's go with emojis, right? And GIFs, right? If you start, if I start texting you, you'd be like, this ain't Clyde. This ain't Che. Like, you would know because you've had experience through time, through consistency, through relationship. And so it's the same way with the word of God. You, get, you start to really get in that word and understand it and know it. You certain stuff pops up and you're like, it might even be stuff that's labeled godly. You go in a certain church and you're like, mm. and I'm not talking about just judging off appearance. And I'm talking about by the spirit. You'll know mm, that that what you just said is not in, in God's will. It's not in alignment with the word. And so that word is, is, is literally a, a two edged sword. Um, so use it. I think there's also God gives us reminders, um, different experiences that help us remember to hear his voice or follow his voice. Um, honestly, I'm I'm a, I'm an example. Um, when I was like five or six, um, you know, my mom would take me and my sister everywhere. And I think she, she would always go to a certain place to get her hair done. Um, but, you know, back in the day, you know, them hair salons were at somebody's house. Right. OK. Um, and so we were we were heading there to the like we usually do to the hair salon, and something told her to just go to the house. But she was like, "Why would I go to her house? She's at the hair salon, right?" Um, and so um, and so we didn't go. She she ended up trying to go to the salon, and we're like, "All right, cool." I remember vividly like looking behind me, and there was like a green car, right? I'll turn around, look. I'm like, "All right, we're standing at we're stopping at a stoplight." Next thing I know, boom. Um, and uh, the car hits us. We flip three times, spin, the glass shatters. And now I have on my arm a, um, a scar. And my mom always says the scar is to remind her that she should always adhere to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Right. The spirit is telling you to do this no matter how weird it sounds, no matter like, you know, but follow the Holy Spirit, because if not, you know, this is the this is the result. Right. And mm-hmm. she. It, it grieves her to that it took all that for her to get but like now we have now I get the example right because get this too what I don't get now I'll pass on to my children yeah. right and now, now we got generational curses now we got now, now our fight our children having to fight battles that we didn't face because we didn't slay our Goliath right now now my son has to say slay it right yikes I'm <laughs> Mm. 
something. <laughs> you ever had to let something breathe? You just... Right, right. Mm. Let it marinate. Let it marinate. There it is. Y'all be cooking? What y'all be cooking? <laughs> I said let it breathe. They want to use a cooking term. What y'all cooking? Right. Where we pulling up at two at sun on Sunday? Um. Okay. What you do today affects tomorrow. Right? Devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And so, time. The, you ever decide to read the Bible and you're like, I can't read it right now? Like, I just, I'm sleepy or <laughs> I'm bad distracted or I'd rather be doing anything else except reading the Bible right now? It's like, yeah, I talk about this all the time, but like, that's not coincidence. Um, but it's so deceptive. Because sometimes you might want to just read a scripture and you think like, oh, you know, I'll read it later. And you may, you may not. But it could be that one scripture that was the voice of God for you in the future. And so because you didn't read it today, tomorrow comes, you're unprepared. It says it's the sword of the spirit. And so it's like, if you don't know it, it's like having a, incomplete sword like it's not it ain't gonna cause maximum damage and so um we in warfare like we understand are we we understand that this is a, this is constant warfare we wrestle not against flesh and blood and so if i don't have my sword it's curtains like imagine you really get you go in war you have nothing you have you just you just got defensive stuff it's not. It's only so long before you can last in there. You might have the shield of faith, but then again, if you ain't been in your word, you might not. Right. So, uh, the word. I know we talk about that all the time. We're okay. Read my Bible, Kevin. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's it's how you live. Like you cannot live in Him. I live and move and have my being. This is Him. <laughs> right. Oh. Man, man, come on, come on class. we over here going. We just be like little kids up here, hype, just talk about the word. But yeah, let me check. Did y'all put any questions in? Let me see if y'all asked any questions yet. Um, anybody got any thoughts in the meantime between? I do have one thought I had to throw out there when you were talking about the sword of the spirit, um, which is I think not having your sword is bad because now you're just getting stabbed up. You can't defend yourself, okay. but in relations to my people who cook, it's common knowledge that when you're cooking, you're more likely to hurt yourself with a dull knife than with a sharp knife, right? And so the same thing with the Bible is you can have a sword, but if your sword ain't sharp, you're more likely to hurt yourself than to hurt, to hurt the enemy, right? And so that's, I think, one of the important parts is because I'd rather not have it because, you know, at least I'm not hurting nobody. But if it's dull, mm. I'm just hurting myself at this point. And so just making sure that, you know, we keep sharpening our swords because it does does get dull after use. So you just want to, you know, keep, keep sharpening good. as you go. That's good. I'm going to reiterate for, like he said, when it comes to cooking, people are more inclined to hurt themselves by cutting themselves with a dull knife than a sharp one. And if your sword of spirit is dull, it's more dangerous than not. Hot or cold, I'd rather you be hot or cold 
Because if you were lukewarm, I would spit you out of my mouth. Yeah. Nobody wants lukewarm. You, nobody wants a hot chocolate that's lukewarm. <laughs> I'd rather just have a cold drink, right? Even if it's even if it's cold outside, I'd really rather have a cold drink than some coffee that's lukewarm. And so God is the same way, and we need to be we need to present ourselves in the same way. Like I'm either in or I'm out, but I ain't about to be in the middle. Now that doesn't mean perfect or not imperfect, no. Because sometimes we, sometimes the devil uses that, right? And he makes us think, I'm not all in if I'm not perfect. Now, we all know nobody's perfect, but we don't act like it sometimes. Like sometimes we hold ourselves to a standard of perfection. And the moment that we sin, or more specifically, the moment we do certain sins, we get we we fall into condemnation, shame. Now you're not even talking to God no more because you feel like inadequate, and so um, nobody's perfect. We 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 press for the mark of the high calling, as Paul said, but we also utilize the tool of grace that God has given us and say, "Hey, I'm trying every day, God. Today I messed up, Lord." I'm sorry. Forgive me. Give me the grace and give me the tools. Give me the instruction on how I can move forward um, in accordance to how you would like us to do, like me to do that. And the Bible says that a righteous man falls down seven and gets back up eight. Uh-huh. Right? And so what we have to do is stop holding ourselves to, to this unrealistic standard that we're always going to get it right. Right? Because if we always got it right, we wouldn't need the Savior. All right now. Mm. Right? And so, and so what we have to, we also have to stop. What we what we do is when we we feel like we're only as good as the streak that we're on, right? I haven't done this certain thing for this yeah. amount of time, so I must be good with God, right? And then if we got to be careful though, because then we'll get into this performance based love. Now now I have to now I feel like I have to perform, and and my his love is based on good behavior. Does that make sense? And so we have to be we have to be really really careful. You know, we talk about the Ten Commandments. They, they expose sin. They show you how bad you are, right? Um, the, the Bible says our best is our filthy rags, right? Yeah. So even our good works, even as good as we think we are, right, we're still not good, right? He is good. He's the epitome of goodness. We are not, mm. right? And so when we get to that understanding like, okay, I'm not good. I need a Savior because I am bad. Now I can depend on his goodness, mm-hmm. right? And now it, it, it makes me want to be in relationship with him. Because I know I need something good. I know I need this good thing. Yeah. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah you All of which I said it goes back to what you originally brought out in terms of being aware. I have to be aware that I carry the sword of the Spirit. I have to be aware of God's goodness. That God gives, did not give me a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. So with everything that I've thought or the enemy has tried to introduce into my life, into my thought pattern to say, you can't do this. Who are you to do that? Who are you to speak to that person? Who are you? That gift isn't as powerful or, or uh, meaningful as the preacher in the pulpit. Mm-hmm. But you going to speak to that person, it means nothing. So when the enemy introduces those ideas, I have to go back to his word. I have to remember and acknowledge that because I carry the spirit of God and because this is what the word says and that I have a sword of the spirit that I don't have a dual knife I have a sharp knife that's sharpened into any, any two-edged sword. sword yes sir so I once I come to that 
realization and acknowledge that that my God is sovereign, my God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that Talk. I ask. Think, yes, sir. Then, as yes, sir. I come into that acknowledgement, <laughs> as I come into that, yes, sir. it's about actually stepping in to do that, knowing that God said, I did not give you a spirit of fear to be confident to go and do that thing, to go you there for. All of that comes back to my awareness and my understanding of who God is, but I have to go back and I have to know that this is what his word says and this is who he has called me to be. Fearfully and wonderfully made. That's my portion. And also, man, how, how I'm going back to your example, bro. How dull or how sharp our knife is, right, going with that analogy, depends on us. It's our choice, yeah. right? We, we keep going back. We keep saying um, that we have to go back to the word. Right, but it's a choice to read. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, a cho- I'd rather do anything else. Right, it, Paul says, you know, when I wanted to do wrong, evil. When I wanted to do right, yeah, evil was, right was always present. Me. Like I, yeah. I want to do right, but uh, you know what I'm saying? I want to do wrong too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so it's our choice. It's our choice to choose Him. Yeah. Right. It's our. We have to choose him daily. We have to choose him sometimes hourly, minute, <laughs> secondly. Right. No, we have to. Yeah. We have to really. We have to be intentional with our time. And so, how dull or how sharp our knife is depends on us, our choice. Right. Mm. And and so, <laughs> I'm gonna stop because I felt like you had to say I, something. I, I have a question. Go ahead. Um, you raise well, your mic. Oh yeah, I have a question. Mostly because I know for me, like, I feel like my faith definitely took leaps when I kind of dropped the idea of having to be perfect. Um, but my question is what's the fine line between being like perfect and like knowing that you're about to like commit a sin or like like how do you like balance your i don't even know if i'm asking it right but if no one's perfect like how do we justify or come to terms with the reasons why we sin or yeah i don't know okay yeah (laughs) i think i know where you're at yeah I think Romans eight is the answer. I think. Hold on, we going let's 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 go there real quick. I think this is all off my head, so y'all might be like, no, nah. huh? No condemnation. Is that where you going? Yes, yes, yeah. Is that one eight one? Yeah. Y'all read your Bible. <laughs> hey. Yeah, no. Speaking I'll about like if sharpening I <laughs> our swords, that's one thing that I know I have to like really hop on because you guys were like deep into it. Oh, hold on, 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 hold on. I want to go to Romans 6 real quick first. I want to go to Romans 6 real quick. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Your question your question is good, bro. All right, here we go. What shall we say then? This is Romans chapter 6. I'm starting at verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it right i'm gonna skip down to four therefore therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death and just as christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father even so we should walk in the newness of life therefore i'm skipping all the way down to 12 now therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey in its lust and do not present your mem- your members oh all right when holy spirit and do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin but present yourselves to god as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to god um i said okay 
14. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. So it's grace. This is, I took a long time to say grace. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to read it because I, I, I'm really not. I wanted to read it because I'm not. I didn't want to give, just give you the answer. I wanted to show us how to find the answer. Um, and Paul talks a lot about grace. And so the goal, he says, I press toward the mark of the high calling. I press towards perfection. Knowing in the back of my mind, I'll never fully obtain it. And also being in mind that whenever I fall, God's grace is there to catch me. So there is no kind eight Romans eight one, there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. So when I do fall, when I do mess up, it's like I don't stay there. I don't say, like Paul said, do we continue in sin so that the grace should increase? No. But once I do fall, I say, Lord, thank you. I acknowledge the grace. I say, Lord, thank you for your grace that catches me when I fall. Help me now by your grace, by your spirit to do what I'm supposed to do, to walk and to continue towards that path. That's like, bro, you be, it's, you're the question, man. I'm going to go ahead. You be asking some great questions, bro. Anybody else? I know I talked for like 10 minutes. So Now it goes back to uh, when you were saying um, pressing towards, right, the upper call. So before that, he says, not that I have already obtained or already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold uh, for which Christ Jesus has also laid a hold of me, right? Um, so, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. This is Philippians 3, 12 through 14. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching, to, reaching forward to the things which are ahead, I press toward the goal mm -hmm. for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus, right? So even Paul there is mentioning, and we know Paul wrote half the New Testament, and he's saying, not that I've already, <laughs> right. y'all see what I've done, but not that I've already obtained or, or have arrived at this place, I'm still pressing toward the mark, as Kevin had brought out earlier. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you said something like, uh, Star, you said um, this is something, reading the Bible is something that you know you need to do. And you said because you could tell that we're deep in our word. Yeah, I'm, I'm 17 days behind on my, my <laughs> devotional. It's if, fine. If we're but that's fine. That that's is fine, grace. bro. Um, I, I want us to keep in mind, even with that, um, is that we are the first Bible that people read. Yeah. We're the first Bible that people read. Mm. And. You know, you, you also said that you were looking for a church home, right? Yeah. Most of the time, the reason why somebody even attends church is because they've experienced you outside of church. Yeah, That's good. Right? And so Ooh. we're talking about carrying the presence, right? And so if I don't bring the presence with me, people will never come into the church. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh. And, and so so I, 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 want you to, I want you to be, I want us to be careful too, like that we're not so deep into the word because carrying the presence looks like being authentically you. Yeah. That's good. So let's not hold ourselves to the unrealistic standard that we all have. We all have to be Bible scholars, yeah. right? We don't have to yeah. be. We don't all have to be so versed. So like I can quote it like back of my hand. We don't that that comes with time. That comes with time. That comes with time well spent. That comes with making time for Him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we have to be careful, right? So that we don't we don't make Jesus seem like He's so out of reach because He's He's near, right? Yeah. And it's, and it's all up to our decision to seek him. That's why the Bible says, seek first the kingdom and all these things will be added. He's the key to everything. Right? Go ahead. Yeah. To piggyback off what you just said, 
and also not being in a comparative state between uh, the way Kev just bring that word out. He just, he didn't even he just opened the Bible and it just turned right where he needed it to go. Like, nah. <laughs> the time spent though, the time that Kev spent, wherever you have come in at, you said something. I'm exposing the, the huddle a little bit that we had yeah, earlier. It's cool. But you said meet people where where they are. So you may be looking at where Kevin is starting a podcast in the middle of a park to be able to talk about the word of God. You like, bro, I can even talk to <laughs> the person next to me. But start there. Yeah. You don't have to be at this position or this title or whatever the case may be. Start with what you know. Get one if it's one scripture that you know, like the back of your hand, get that one and when somebody come up to you, I'm gonna tell you Proverbs three and five, <laughs> right. trust in the Lord and lean not I don't care what the conversation was about, I'm gonna bring it right back to yeah. Proverbs three and five. Because that's what I have right now. That's what I have an understanding of. So I may not be able to go through the whole Bible. <laughs> right? Not saying that I'm not trying to get there or yeah. understand the word, but in this season, this is the word that I have. And this is the word that I can bring it into any conversation. Mm -hmm. Because this is the word that you have given me for this time. So not comparing my walk to anyone else's. Because all you have yeah. is all you need, too. Like, you're, you're equipped for the season you're in right now, right? So you you have that one scripture memorized. Use that one scripture. That's it. Right. That's all you need Use right it till you can't use it no right. let, let people be like, bro, right. we get it. Proverbs yeah. 3, 5, 6, I'll trust in the Lord. I got it. But to that, bruh, yes, to that point, bro, one of the ways you can memorize scripture is by teaching it. And when I say teaching, you we learn and understand high so that we can talk low. Does that make sense? I, you, learn in, you learn in depth. So the stuff I learn, I'm not going to sit here and spit it out that way. Because like, the average person watching is not going to understand there's two, you know what I'm saying? But it's because you learned it up high that you can bring it down. Does that mean? Can I make that practical? Yeah. All right, so say a doctor, right? And you come into the doctor's office with the doctor, and he explains that you have the osmosis of the. <laughs> of, you, doc, I don't know what you're talking Super about. Supercalifristalistic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you're the doctor is not the doctor because it can explain it in the terms that he knows. He's, right. he's the doctor because he can explain it on your terms. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's good. Does that makes sense. That's good. Okay, and so so we have to be careful that we don't we're only equipped to talk to people who can speak the same language as we do. Mm. That makes sense. Yes, absolutely. Like we we have to make sure that we're not we're on, we're not only equipped to to people who can say God is good all the time all the time God is good. Yes. Everybody knows that cliche. Yeah. <laughs> right. But can, can you explain? Can you explain on a practical level? Because you don't know what you know until you can explain it to somebody who doesn't know. Right. When you can get them to understand yeah. what you know, that's when you know you understand. That's it. Right. No, that's good, bro. Because there's a lot of people that know a lot. Knowledge. Know the word. Know the word. But it's like. You spit it in a way, like you give it to people in a way they can't understand it. It's of no fruit, like it bears no fruit to them. And so sometimes I see people, um, and it's like, and and, and Bible, the Bible said this da da da. No explanation. It's just you gave it to them. And some for some people it is like it's a power thing. It's like I know more scripture than you. It's a, yeah, a powerful thing. And it's like, yo, even Jesus said, yo, to the, these little children. Be 
become like one of these. If not, you won't even inherit the kingdom of God. You ever talk to a child? There's certain stuff you got to explain to them. You know it. As an adult, you know it. You can explain it to another adult in eloquent, eloquence of speech and, you know, all these articulate words. You, sh- you give it to a child. You say, hey, here's this. You make it understandable to them. And so sometimes we try to be so deep and it's like, it's no use. Even in our personal journeys, right? Not just communicating to other people because I just use uh, Proverbs 3 and 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean out on your own understanding. Although I may have an understanding now in this season, if I can't be so prideful that I say, oh, Proverbs 3 and 5, I got that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I got that scripture because trusting looks different depending on the season that I'm in. Trusting looks different when all the bills are paid versus when I don't know where the next meal is coming from. Yeah. So now... Until I'm in that situation, until I'm in that season of life, this word looks a little bit different depending on where I'm at and the vantage point that I see it in. That's what makes community so important because I can read trust in the Lord and I'd be like, yep, you got to trust God. And Clyde be like, if you knew what I was going through, how can you even tell me mm-hmm. what trusting God looks like? Mm-hmm. So we can't be so prideful in the fact that, okay, I've read, I've read Genesis to Revelation. I know the word. Fact. You knew it in the season that you read it. <laughs> or you read it. Now I don't know about new, to know. <laughs> it takes a lifetime to know. Yeah. We'll never know the depths, the all the, the depths of of God's work, the unsearchable riches of God. I ain't gonna cut you off. You can still have more. Go. Uh, I, I'm just saying, like, let's talk about. Ah, I'm so off course. We're supposed to be somewhere else. We gonna keep going. We talk about knowledge, right? It's levels of knowledge. There's four types of knowledge in the Bible, and I'm going to go through them. But basic knowledge is I know I know what a plane is. It goes up, comes down. I have no way of understanding how a plane works. I don't, that's not me. I don't know. So I know what it does. I don't know how it does it. Yeah. I also have never flown a plane and actually experienced how it works. So there's head knowledge. And there's also, I'll just focus on the two, head knowledge, but then experiential knowledge. Trusting the Lord with all your heart, lean on your own understanding is is great head knowledge until I have a situation in which I have to trust God and lean on him, right? Now, I'm like, oh, it was sounding real good when I was quoting every day. But I have to make it, it has to become real to me through experience. And so there's depths of, of scripture that you might have memorized that you still don't have. Uh, gnosko is the word which means a deep knowledge like a intimate knowledge where it actually has understanding that there's a there's so many things in the bible i have memorized but i don't have understanding of what's that quote you always say like knowledge without application is what what is it information okay without application uh-huh. is insufficient yes sir <laughs> basically like out of uh what scripture is it um give me the line you put me on the Shut spot, up, bro. Yeah. Um, hey, bro. I'm sorry. I just it just came to mind, bro. Go ahead. Just you faith without works is dead. Thank you. Uh-huh. Faith without works is dead. So faith being the information that you have about God, who God is, right? Works being the application behind what you know about God and what He's gifted you to do. So the information of the Word of God, without the application of actually doing, being hearers of the Word but not doers of the Word. Yee. Okay. I was going to take it somewhere else. 
and I done lost my train of thought. So, <laughs> but yeah, so information without application is insufficient. So meaning what I have learned, being able to apply and do that thing. Um, but also I think getting back to what you were saying, it's taking the familiarity out of our experiences because I may go through the same exact experience in life that God brought me out of. And sometimes we do need to think back on those things, how he brought us out of this situation, right? When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, right? So I can look back at that experience and say, nope, God, I know you will provide. But at the same time, that can be uh, a hindrance to our journey. Moses, speak to the rock versus strike the rock. Moses struck the rock the second time when God told him to speak to it because it was familiar for him to do it because God came through this way. So sometimes we think that it's going to happen X, Y, Z every single time. But no, God or A, B, C. Mm -hmm. We may think it's A, B, C. God is saying A, D, back to B. Yeah. Forget the former thing. <laughs> so we can't allow the familiarity of God get in the way of the sovereignty of God. We've become too familiar with his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. So are his ways higher than ours. Mm. Right? And so... We, as you said, we can never figure God out. If we could figure God out, why do we need God? Facts. <laughs> and I think you pointed this out. I mean, you just, you just said it, but like, this was like a while ago, like last summer, when you were talking about forget the former things. And you were talking about like, even the good things. And he said like, we always t think, you know, forget the past, forget your sin and your shame and all that stuff is behind you. But Paul also encourages, encourages us Forget the good things that you did because it's it's done. You, you'll you sit and get so focused on the stuff you already did that you're like, well, okay, I, last time I did it this way and I prayed with them and I laid a hand like this and, and then they fell out. And then it was like, okay, that's uh, he, he did. They gave it like the gray, right? Yeah. Okay. That's how it happened last time. Follow the spirit. What is the spirit saying to you right now? Because we'll be so, ah, uh, GPS, phone, right? You ever have put something in your phone and it tell you to go a certain way? And you're like, I've been there before. The way I normally go is this way. But you don't know the traffic that's right there. And so sometimes where the Holy Spirit will be your GPS and tell you, I know you know this way is familiar. I know you've been this way before. But if you go this way, it's either going to be shorter or it might be longer. But you might get there safely. You might, whatever the case is, the point is, follow the spirit. Don't follow what you used to do. But we trust patterns, though. You know, as, as human beings, we're creatures of habits. Well, and so we, we, we bring that into our relationship with God. And so because he's made a way for me in this way, this way, um, I trust. Right. And so but then we don't I don't understand when he's not happening. It's not happening the same way. It's like, oh, God, where you at? Yeah. But yeah. what you did is put your trust in the pattern mm, that yeah. happened. You didn't put your trust in God. Yeah. You know? And so trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding hits different when the pattern changes. Mm. You know? When the pattern changes. It, My God. We formalizing God's power. If I do this, yeah. if I pray and fast for two days, yeah, yeah. then God will answer my questions. Yeah. He'll give me the knowledge I need. Try to pimp him. Yeah. Ooh. We, try, we try to prostitute him. Like, hey, look. If I do this, I give you, I give you, I give you three days. You feel me? Come through for a brother. You know what I'm saying? 
That's what we do. And then yes. we treat him like he's a genie in the bottle. Like, like he's going to give us what we need, what, what we want all the time, the way we want it. And and we want we try to, like, make sure that he answers us in a timely manner. Like, all right, God, I'm going to give you a week. Right? Mm-hmm. But that's not how he moves. I'm going to give you this 21-day fast. Okay. Right. And look, at, at the end, I better have everything. Everything. I, need I better all, come out with all, all knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. We try to do that to God. Like, yeah. and, and what we're doing is, <clears throat> one, we're limiting him we're putting him into a box to like god i i only trust you in this space in this space i trust you i trust this pattern that you got for me god i mean i'm comfortable in this pattern i'm comfortable in this box that you have but we don't know that we're just limiting him and so i'm I'm going all right i'm gonna go here like and so when we limit him when we limit him right we we say that you can we can be selective uh-huh. with our surrender. Like we can be like, we're, we're like, God, you can come in, but you got to stay right here. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Um, just like a guest in your house. Right. Okay. <laughs> like a guest in your house. Right. There are some places your guests can't go. You stick to the living room and the bathroom. <laughs> no, Don't go in my room. Don't, Don't go, go in my place. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's what we do with God. Like, God, you can come in my living room, but don't go in my closet. Don't sweep under my bed. Don't Don't look under my bed. Don't do. Don't sweep. Don't look under the rug. You know what I mean? That's what we do. Uh, yeah, and yeah. so, and so, when we put God in a box, right? Our faith is going to be in that box, right? Now I can't. I don't have an outside of the box way of uh, uh, faith because I can only trust Him in this box, in this specific area. Uh. I think Star, you had something. Um, well, first, I, I would just like to say I don't like how you called me a spiritual pimper. Um, <laughs> and we all been there. It's for me because I know I do struggle with. I'll see a pattern and I'm like, okay, so this is what I have to do, and and God will come through for me. And then when it doesn't like work out in that way, because it's never really going to work out in that way, because there is no pattern, mm-hmm. I kind of get like thrown off, and I'm like, what? I'm trying to look for something new and be like, oh, like how do I make this work to get God to work in my life again. Um, so how do you, one, break out of that mindset, and two, yeah, just how do you break out of that mindset? Because I know that I do struggle with that. Because I'll see a pattern, like, I'm very just pattern-focused, and I like my numbers, and things have to add up. Even me kind of take making this move down to Charlotte was me telling God, hey, I'm not going to walk by sight. I'll walk by faith and I'll let you handle everything that comes my way. And he's been taking care of it. But like sometimes the, the anxiety and thoughts of like the enemy start to kind of creep in. So how do we fight against that other than just sticking in the word? Mm. Or we're, we're going back to the word. All right. Yeah, no, always, no, 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 that's fine. We always no. can go back. Yeah, no, for sure. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. I, and I'm a, I want you to answer this, but I feel like it... it Y'all can make this practical, Che and and Kevin. But you have to have the obedience to follow, yet the flexibility if it changes. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm following your your word. Like, I'm obeying what you said. But, okay, if you say go left, all right, let's go left. Even though the original plan was for me to go right. But if you say go left, right, because sometimes we can get stuck in what he said and not what he's saying. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, y'all answered that, though. Nah, you good, bro. Okay. Can I, can I, yeah. 
music, you might hear a song and you're like, oh dang, this song kind of reminds me of that song. But Dolly doesn't, it has like the same pattern as another song you're thinking of, it may not necessarily have the same a, like, beat per measure or the same key or whatever. So once you learn God's character, the, the patterns or the lack thereof or it switching up makes a lot more sense, right? Like if you know me and I'm a liar and I say a specific lie that works in your favor one time, the very next time I say a lie that doesn't work in your favor, you're gonna be like, ah, no, I'm good on that makes a lot of sense I, I do I appreciate that I think one thing is uh, what's happened in the past. So I know we're going back to the Bible. Yeah, I'm like, Bible, everything is the Bible. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to a Christian podcast. <laughs> um, examples like Che kind of quoted it, but when God told um, Moses to speak to the rock, first time he gave him instruction, strike the rock. And so he said, speak to the rock. And what is Moses, Moses speaks to it and it doesn't work. So he goes back to, hmm, last time he told me, strike it. So I'm going to strike it. And that's what he did. And so because of that, he forfeited his inheritance to the, king, to the, to the promised land. That's an example to show you, okay, what God said today, he's always speaking new. Right, so he's always giving new instruction, giving fresh revelation, and so if God told me this today, cool, but let me not take that as this is every day, all day, twenty four seven. This is the rule. It's like that's what he said today. He might say something tomorrow, totally different. Um, yeah. Back to the word. Back to the word. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Hebrews. Chapter 10, verse 23 says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. So when life looks like this and it's, it's very unstable for us, we have different things going on in our lives, right? The fluidity of life, ups and downs, hills and valleys, our faith has to remain in that place of, God, you are faithful. Although I don't see it based on my perspective of what is happening, all things work together for the good of those who are in Christ Jesus, right? So having that perspective lets me know that regardless of if I'm up, if I'm down, I've learned Philippians, ah. right? I've learned how to be a base and abound. That is where he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's not about being able to do whatever I want to do. It's learning how to be content in every season, content with financial blessing and trying to figure out where where the job is god you're still good mm. god you're still faithful mm. <sighs> okay let me ask this for y'all everybody out here would you guys like it if we made it to where it's like everybody talking like you could just jump in because here's here's what i'm realizing going back to the word jesus stands up and he says to them all who are thirsty come to me Whoever believes in me, 
out of them flows a river of living water. So for those that walk in the spirit, there's a, there's a, ah, that's why we be up here so excited. Cause it's like, it's the, it's the well of, of, of the Holy Spirit. And it's the, it's the, the water of the living water of Jesus that when you, when you live in a certain posture and when you seek the face of God, it's like, there's nothing. He's like, bro, you be sitting here like, yo, I can't, you ever been somewhere and like you in church and you like, yo, I want to just, if I could just add like, and it's like, that's, that's because God's stirring in you. You know what I'm saying? And so I think we're going to have some days where we like come out and just like everybody just free flow talk. Cause I, I love hearing the different perspectives because there's four of us, of us up here, but that's only four perspectives. It's so many different. We're the body of Christ. Yeah. Each person is a different part of the body. And so nobody's perspective is complete yeah. without the others. Yeah. Does that make sense? And so we're going we gonna, we gonna to figure out how to do that. Um, I'm excited for that. You got any questions, Star? <laughs> you got anything? You got any comments? No. Uh, comments uh i would say that are revelations from the lord yeah for uh, yeah since you do ask because i was thinking that as we were sitting here um even though i know i'm not supposed to compare my journeys i do know that me kind of diving deeper in the bible is something that i do need to do um just and yeah this has honestly been that word for me if we're talking revelations mm -hmm. yeah that's the and that's why again the body of christ it's so important to have fellowship and to be one amongst one another because it stirs up a deeper hunger. Like, like Star, you kind of feel like, ah, I should be, right? And bit. there's people I'm around, and I'm like, I'm tripping. Like, Do I even read for No, for real. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. what? I thought I, 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 thought I knew a little something. But, and there's always, until you yeah. die, like, there's always going to be somebody that knows it more, that, that has it a little bit more, you know, locked in or just experienced and so that's why it's important to be around those other believers because it's not for comparison's sake but it's for encouragement like yeah. i'm encouraged when i get around other believers i'm like let me get in my word a little yeah. bit more like you know what I'm saying? not not so i can be better but so that we can as a body of christ be more equipped to um walk out the call that we've been called to walk out and, and a, another thing on you saying kind of being equipped um just even in all my questions how everything kind of referred right back to the bible and you guys were able to pull out a verse just kind of goes mm -hmm. to show how powerful the bible is for a book that's been around for 2000 or however many years it's been around for Bruh, the bible got everything you need like we say that you know everything's in the word like i've never come across a circumstance and haven't at least been able to find it in principle in the bible that's good. And, I, and i never will because it's it's all encompassing it is God said, Chase says this all the time. He'd be like, yo, if God speaks something to us, it's a privilege. Because everything that he possibly could have needed to give us, he gave you right here. So at the moment that he actually says, hey, yo, Clyde, do this. Not, hey, yo, Clyde, he probably, my son. No. <laughs> let me not, let me not. Right. Man of God. <laughs> um. <laughs> Man of God, uh, why are we for the deity? Uh, when he says that, yo, Clyde, go this way instead of go that way. That's a privilege because everything he needed to give you is in his word. Um, 
can I, can I um, um, you said a revelation you got is that you need to get your word and I love that, but um, I don't know. I just feel feel the need to say like, because um, Kev was talking about the body of Christ. We all have different parts of the body, right? Everybody can't be the mouth. Everybody can't be the eyes. Everybody can't be the hands. Mm. Be secure in the way that God gives you whatever body part that you are. Like, be mm. secure in that. Be secure in that lane that you are in, mm. right? I think that has to be important, right? Because when we are secure in whatever function that we're supposed to be in, that's when we can be the body of Christ. That's when we can move things along because I'm secure. Like, man, and, and then also a lot of times we feel like um, the significance of our gift or talents is is uh, based on how big or small it is. Y'all, y'all um, a spark plug in a car. Yeah. Have y'all ever seen a spark plug? I, I know I, I see a lot of ladies in here, but fellas, okay. <laughs> nah, the ladies too. The ladies okay, too. Okay, okay, my fault, my fault, man. My fault. Let me save you before they. Forgive me, forgive me. Okay. He said, oh, "Ladies don't know about I'm new. cars." I'm new here. I'm new. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, but no, like a spark plug is really small, right? But try to start a car without it, right? Mm. If I go back to the body part, right? Um, your pinky toe you better be the best left Man, pinky, your toe pinky toe you can toe be. Your pinky toe is small, right? But try stubbing it. The yeah. whole body shut down. <laughs> okay, <laughs> ain't nothing funny. You got an attitude. <laughs> you got an attitude now. I'm saying whatever I want now. Yeah, you God angry. forgive me. Okay? Cause I didn't know that was still there. Right. Okay. <laughs> He's still working. <laughs> He's still working. He's working. Okay. Yes, he is. <laughs> Y'all <are> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Or be secure in the way that you shot. Be secure in the way in your lane and what he gave you, right? Mm -hmm. Because if not, man, you you're going to compare yourself, right? You're going to compare yourself to everybody else, right? And I think um, because we are the church, right? I think what happens is, and, and even in the context of a four building, a a, a a building of a church, right? I think what's going to happen, what what needs to happen is that the greeter has the same influence as the one who's speaking right mm. if i can i can speak a word to you just by smiling at you right or whatever that is yeah. right what i think that's that's that shows how effective we are no matter where you are you can you can give a word you can help somebody around, along you can be encouraging right because mm. sometimes it shows up as a smile sometimes it's a hug yeah. sometimes it's a word of encouragement right um and so whatever that is that god has given you use that yeah. right uh, i know a lady at my church I I honestly I I look forward to seeing her nobody else for real. I'm like, okay, <laughs> as long as I see her, I'm good, right? Yeah. Because she when she hugs me, it's like I I literally feel the 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 love of God. Like I'm like, man, you don't even know how much I needed that hug, right? Mm. You may be that hug for somebody. You may be that smile for somebody, right? You asking like what's going on, right? You don't have to be deep like the Lord said uh you ain't gotta be like that. Right. Like, man, you know everything is gonna be okay, bro. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know why where that came from, but everything's gonna be okay. You don't even know what that that could be. What they needed to get them wrong. You know what I'm saying? So show up and be authentic and be secure in whatever God has given you. Yes, sir. It's being a carrier of God's presence. Yes, sir. Tied it back. Tied <laughs> back in. Okay. Because we got lost in the song. Like Ooh. we was all everywhere, but we still in the same vein. But. Ah. ah, there's so many. Ah. Ah. <laughs> okay, sometimes being led by God 
this is this is for somebody is not doing something. Sometimes we always think, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want? Sometimes he don't want you to do nothing. Like sometimes God is saying, "Be still and know that I am God." Don't I, I'm fighting for you on your behalf in this thing. Or sometimes um, this is for my over preparers or my people that like if you feel like everything got to be perfect. Da 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 da. Sometimes he says no because in your striving for perfection and for everything, you miss what he actually wants you to do. So like even as I was preparing for this episode. Normally, I write a long list of questions just so that I have some stuff to pull from. And I just felt led not to write anything. So I was like, you just want me to get up in front of the people? Just, just, just a couple of scriptures? And just, yep. And so, again, this is all. All I know is us three were going to be on here. I didn't know that Star was going to be there. And so as I'm walking today, I see him. I'm like, he asked questions way better than more practical than what I probably would have came up with because I'm just thinking on a whole different, I'm just like, you know, I'm thinking K- KJV like, yeah, listen. and so he's asking questions that like, what do people actually want to know? Um, and so again, sometimes in your not doing, you are doing exactly what he called you to do. Um, to tie this back into presence too. A lot of time you're, you just being there. It's a boy. It's a boy. It's got to be. Hey. 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 Yes, sir. Congratulations. Yes, sir. Congratulations. Like they can hear us. <laughs> right. Shout out to y'all. Right. Um, uh, I believe. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. So, so just tying that back into the presence, right? And you, Kev, you just said sometimes you don't, that means doing nothing. Mm. Sometimes your presence is enough, right? Just being there for people is enough, right? Um you don't have to do anything. You don't have to say anything, but you just being there helps. Right. And and you can tell, cause I, I feel like somebody's asking the question, how do I know if the, if I carry the presence of God, mm. other people will tell you, they'll be like, that's something about you. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. even explain it. I just like you. It's something about you. I like you. You're different. You know I mean? You're different. You're different. Okay. <laughs> You're just different. That's how you know. Nah, I'm just, I'm just filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's what, I, what, that's it what it is. is. They're attracted to the Jesus inside you. Yeah. And they should be. Right? Because your life should be contagious. Your life should be contagious. <laughs> y'all, be, y'all really can love like, me. Ga- be, <laughs> <laughs> I know. We be gassing. He be like, ah. I'm like, uh, what am I going to say? Uh, but your life should be contagious. People should be able to catch the light. And a spark should flow, and and they and they be light too. You know what I mean. So does that make sense? Well, you just said this, right? Light, darkness. It's gonna come out how it comes out. I'll try to fix it later. Light is something. Darkness is nothing. Does that make sense? Like darkness is not a thing. You can't add darkness to anything. Light is. I mean, darkness is just an absence of light. So, in those places, in those people, in those environments where there is darkness, that's not because there's just an abundance of evil. Yeah. It is, but it's an absence of light, which is why we as Christians are called to go into the world. You are the salt of the earth. You are what? The light of the world is what the Bible says. And so, it's like, bro, he made it so clear to us. Be the light. And how do I be the light? 
I gotta know the light. Cause I can't. I can't carry something I don't have. And I can't care, and I can't have something if I didn't go to the source of it. Like I talked about at the very Twins. beginning of the episode, <laughs> right? <laughs> the boy, girl, what y'all got? <laughs> oh, I just like y'all got this. Is a girl loving this side? Okay, okay, right. <laughs> uh, I said at the beginning of the uh, episode when your your parents used to come home with all the groceries and you got to get the go get get the stuff out the car. They had to get it. You had to get it from your parents. You had to go get it from your parents, right? You got to get his presence from him. So I had to go to him and I had to seek his face and I had to say, Lord, that, that's a prayer that I pray daily. Lord, let me be a carrier of your presence. Help people to to see you when they see me. And so um, going to the source, man. I'm so glad you said that because I was just thinking like we have to stay plugged in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Try try turning on a lamp <clears throat> without no electricity, without it being plugged into the socket, mm-hmm. right? What keeps us from what keeps our light flowing is staying plugged into the to him, like spending time with him, reading our word, right? Communing with him, having a relationship with him. That keeps us plugged in. That keeps our light sparking, right? Yeah. Because when we unplug. We are dim. Mm. When we unplug, we can't turn on. And you know, you ever heard, stay ready so you ain't got to get ready? Facts. So now, okay, in season, out of season, come on, that's the word. Yeah, okay. Right? And so whenever I'm unplugged, whenever it's time for me to turn on my light, I don't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever had these lighters? I mean, uh, you know, okay. <laughs> for lighting candles. Judge your mom. For lighting candles. Lighting candles. Candles. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Uh, <laughs> did you ever try to... <laughs> You ever try to spark? You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just not. Yep. We, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. If you stay plugged into the source, then you can always be, t- be able to turn on, right? And so, and and go, going back to what we saying, like being carriers of the presence. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, we are going to be asked to turn on the light, and if we are not plugged in, we are not going to be able to turn on. So, mm. stay plugged in. Okay. All right. I was just looking through the scriptures I had. There's certain there's a reason why you can go to certain people and they just talk to talk about God like this. It's cuz they live like that. They always like like we said earlier, the best way to learn the Bible is to teach it. So if you're if you're around me enough, you'll know what I'm reading. Like you'll hear it cuz I'll be like Chase said, I'll throw in the scripture. It won't have nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> You'll be like, "Yo, I was just telling you I had a good day." And I was like, yeah, but did you know that, like, out of him who believes, like, rivers of living water will flow? It's like, cool, bro. But that's part of my learning process is when it comes to, like, learning and understanding information, teaching is the highest level. So if you can teach something, that means you've understood it enough to have learned it, grasped it enough to show somebody else. And so do that. Like, if you get that scripture, hey, yo, bro, hey, man, I know we're watching the game, but... <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Ephesians. Right. <laughs> hey, but did you know that you are uh, the salt of the earth and the light of the world? It's like, wh- bro, what? The way he's carrying the rock. He <laughs> is definitely the light of the world right now. Right. God is glorified. Just find a way to throw it in, like, because it helps you. And again, you, all scripture is God breathed. Yeah. 
So you might not, you might be just, I don't want to say practicing, quote unquote, practicing or trying to memorize, but that really might be the thing that somebody needed. They, they like, ain't you, you tapped in? You like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's all about just being consistent and being staying in that place. Cause any of us up here, you start talking to us about God, we're gonna. It's, it makes us light up because that's what we love to do. Um, so, yeah. Any time this episode was saying, cool. Um, any closing remarks? There was a lot of stuff I had like in my head that we was gonna talk about that we really didn't. I think it's cool though. We'll do like a part two. I just I think the way we just talked uh, was beneficial. You got you ain't got no more questions. I'm good. You sure? Positive. All right. Uh, I do want to read. <laughs> so, mm, mm, mm. knowledge. Last thing, knowledge. Hosea four six says, "My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge." And I know we've been talking about reading the Bible and all this stuff, and I'm cool, but I don't know. But here's what it says. I I often read that and quote that part. But the other day I looked at it and I was like, hmm, I don't I don't read that part after that. It says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you from being priest for me. What is a priest? A priest is somebody, a minister, ordained by God to stand in place of God for the people. And so let's break that down to us. Because we haven't read our Bible, because we haven't did the seeking that we were supposed to do, he says, well, I've rejected you from being my priest. I've rejected you from being a carrier of my presence, in other words. And so I know we've been talking about read the Bible, read the Bible, read the Bible. But it's not, um, it's not a small matter. This is, what, this is how we live. Um, and so, you know, it says, in him I live and move and have my being. Him, he is the word. And so let's put it in the Bible. By the Bible, I live and move and have my being. And so um, I say that, and I also want to counter it with take it one step, one day at a time. If you just memorize the scripture a day, I don't even want to do that. Let's go slower than that. If you memorize a scripture a week, you'll have 52 scriptures by the end of this. You're doing better than most Christians. Let's be real. If you have 52 scriptures memorized by the end of the year, you're doing way better than the average Christian. And so just say that this week, I'm going to memorize this scripture. And there's certain scriptures as you start to read the Bible that really um, just tug on your heart. Like all script, I love all, you know, I love the Bible, but there's certain scriptures that in each and every one of us, it's like God has almost intertwined them with your spirit to where it's like the moment you begin to read it and meditate on it and memorize it. It's like you, you begin to light up and you be, it's like, you're fueled by it. And so find those certain ones. Different people have different callings. And so there might be certain scriptures that you're more inclined to memorize because that's part of your calling. Right. This might be certain uh, scriptures that you might be called to memorize because you do this or you do that or God's created you to speak to these people. And so you're going to need this scripture to help you do that. And so don't feel like, man, I, 
I don't know anything. I don't know anything. Um, just take it one day, one step, one scripture at a time, and let God do the rest. Cause the Holy Spirit teaches you all things. So, you good? Dang, this is good. I, I just, I be, I could do this like three hours for real, but I ain't gonna do it out like that. Um, I do want to pray. Um. I do want to pray. I know I'll be. I just be sitting there looking around at y'all. Y'all be like, "What are you? What are you? What are you looking at?" <laughs> I was trying to think and pray, um, but I do want to pray for salvation, right? Because all of this I'm speaking doesn't matter if you don't have Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And so, whether you're here outside, whether you're online listening or watching, um, if you know that you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you know, like, if if, if if it all ended right now, if you don't know that you would be in heaven, um, salvation is your portion, right? Jesus came, he died. This is the gospel in 30 seconds. We're all sinners. At the moment that we sinned, we were uneligible to receive the kingdom of God, uneligible to receive heaven. And so what God did is sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to live a perfect life, to be the lamb of God, to be the sacrifice on our behalf. And it's because our belief that he came, died, rose on the cross on the third day. It's our belief and our confession of that that grants us salvation. And so it's not super deep. It does take a lifetime to walk out and, as Paul said, work out your salvation uh, with fear and trembling. But it's, it's, it's that easy to accept Jesus, to understand that. Let me turn from my ways. I don't want to. That's the other thing. Most time. When we're in sin, it's like we know this ain't our, this, it's not where we belong. Like you're doing it and you're living it and you're trying to find a way to keep justifying how to do it. But it's like at the end of the day, in the back of your mind, you know, I'm not built like this. Like I'm supposed, I belong to God. And so that's you. I just want to say um, a prayer for you. And so, Lord, we just thank you. We bless you, God. We honor you, God. And so if that, that is you, if you do want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, just repeat this prayer after me and say, Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I admit that I'm a sinner. And I acknowledge that you are Savior. And I make you my Lord and Savior. I repent and turn away from my sins. And I run to you, Jesus. Thank you for your perfect love. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Lord, I give you my life. Lord, I give you my life. I give you everything I have. I give you everything I have. And I choose to follow you. And I choose to follow you. For the rest of my days. For the rest of my days. It is my belief and my confession in this. It is my belief and my confession in this. That I am saved. That I am saved. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So if that's you, if you out here, definitely come holler at us afterwards. We definitely want to celebrate. If that was you online or watching, um, leave a comment that says, I gave my life to Christ today. And let us know because that's not a small thing. Like giving your life to Christ is the biggest, greatest, uh, most long-lasting thing that you could ever do. And so we want to just take a moment to celebrate that with you. Um, but I appreciate you all for listening, for watching. And I want you to remember to make today worth living. Peace. Hey. Studio audience clap. I like it.